everybody, and welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. I'm your host, Kate Raft. I hope you all had a great weekend. It's Monday today. It's Monday, May 18th, and we've got, you know, a lot of people that just graduated high school or college this weekend, so congrats to all of you. And, you know, I... I just wanted to say in honor of everybody that's watching this show or listening to this show that graduated high school or college or middle school, um, I just wanted to, to say a few words and give kind of an inspiring graduation speech about growing up and what that's like for me. Just kidding. I would never do that. You've all been punked. This is a punk. I would never do that. Graduation speeches suck, okay? No matter how famous or hot or rich the person that's giving a graduation speech, they're all bad. There's no exceptions. <laughs> they're all too long. Actually, there is one exception. There's one good graduation speech, and that is Elle Woods. Okay, at the end of Legally Blonde, that's the only good graduation speech. <laughs> Sorry for punking you guys so hard. I'm sure you all really fell for it. All right, um, we've got a great show today. We're going to be talking to some surprise guests so get ready for that we're also going to be talking about Ellen DeGeneres, Alina Dunham, Poppers, Jeffree Star, Matthew Perry, January Jones like so many people you know what I'll just start the show because I don't need to list the celebrities I'll just get into it right let's let's just start the show and do uh, a segment I like to call hot seconds these are all the topics I want to talk about but just for a hot second Okay, this first topic is about Rooney Mara. She's pregnant, I think. They're saying she's pregnant. An anonymous source exclusively revealed to page six that Rooney Mara is pregnant. She might be as far as six months along. She's having a baby with her boyfriend and maybe fiance, Joaquin Phoenix. I found these photos of Rooney Mara. She's like, walking around what looks like the Silver Lake Reservoir. I think that's the Silver Lake Reservoir. Could be another body of water with a fence next to it. But anyway, she looks like pregnant, I guess. Like she's wearing like big baggy clothes. She's got her hand on her stomach, which is the universal sign for I'm a pregnant person. So there you go. She's Rooney Mars pregnant. Congrats um, to you, Rooney. I know you're watching. Joaquin, I know you're watching too. I hope you guys name your baby Joker. I think it'd be cute. It's a cute name. Little baby Joker. Oh, it's little baby Joker. I am actually dying to know what they name their kid. It's either going to be something like really odd or extremely normal. I don't know. You never know. You never know. Okay, our next hot second is about Matthew Perry. He's on Raya, okay? That is, of course, the exclusive dating app for the hot and rich community. Um, apparently, he just broke with, up with his girlfriend, Molly Hurwitz. She's like a talent manager or something. I didn't even know he was dating someone, but apparently Chandler is single He's on Raya. <laughs> He's swiping and chatting. And if you're on Raya, hey, go out with um, go out with the guy from Friends. Go out with Matthew Perry. Could he be any more single? Could he be any more on a dating app that's only for celebrities and influencers? Could I be doing this joke format any better? No. Nailed it. Next topic. All right. Banana. Banana. 
Bananas in the news. We love banana. We stan Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. They are our favorite couple. Why? Because their love is real. How do I know? Because they shared the same green shirt. This is a screenshot from a tweet from my favorite celebrity stan account, at Armas Updates. Shout out at Armas Updates. Open invite if you want to come on Hot and Rich anytime. I'd love to have you at Armas Updates. Big fan over here. Big, big fan. Anyway, um, yeah, at Armas Updates <laughs> tweeted these two pictures side by side and said, who wore this green shirt best? And it's Ana de Armas wearing it with kind of a crop top underneath and Ben Affleck wearing it as intended, you know, buttoned all the way down, top to bottom. A couple is only really in love if they share the same green shirt. That's how we know Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas are not just in a relationship for publicity, not just in a relationship to promote their movie that's coming out later this year called Deep Water. They're in a very real relationship, a relationship based on love and not fame, okay? Would two people thirsty for the, for the limelight wear the same shirt in two different paparazzi shots? No. No. That's real love, okay? That's real love. And you cannot convince me otherwise, okay? All right. Let's go on to our next topic. I think you guys will really like this one. This is like if you're feeling down, if you're having the, the core blues, this is going to lift you right out of it. It's about Anthony Hopkins. He went on live yesterday and filmed himself playing piano gently and beautifully for his cat. He's just like sitting at his piano wearing a beautiful bright orange shirt. He's got a big bow tie on. He's sitting behind the piano. He's tickling the keys, baby. And he's in front of a giant painting that I'm guessing he painted because, believe it or not, Sir Anthony Hopkins is a painter, okay? He's multi-talented. We love Anthony Hopkins. If you're not following him on Instagram, what are you doing with your life? Anyway, um, the cat is eating cat food on top of some fine china. You know what, Jack? Let's just show them the video. Show them a clip. The cat is probably eating on a plate that is worth more money than I've ever had in my bank account. So there you go. Speaking of hot and rich, that's a hot and rich cat. That's a hot and rich cat. Oh, my God. I love it. And I love that he like he put out like a little like nice napkin underneath the fine china for the cat to not mess up the beautiful black piano. Love it. Love everything about it. All right. Um, oh, here's another fun celebrity quarantine social media content that we all love. As you all know, January Jones is the one and only celebrity who is just perfect in quarantine. She's giving us all the content we crave. And guess what? She went swimming this weekend, but not just swimming. OK, she went synchronized swimming. How does she synchronized swim by herself? I don't know. She invented synchronized swimming by herself because usually you have to like sync up when you're doing it. But like she doesn't have to because she's January Jones. All right, let's watch. Let's watch that clip. So good. She's just like waving her arms around. Doing some knee kicks. 
Uh, oh, she's, she's doing a handstand. You know you've got talent when you can do a handstand in a pool. Ugh. Wow. This is a vibe. It's a mood and a vibe. Look at her. She's killing it. Wow. You know what? I've got only great things to say about January Jones. Really, she's she continues to pleasantly surprise me every damn day. All good things must come to an end, and even January Jones, who's having the best time in quarantine, even she has to suffer sometime. Let's look at this follow-up post to her pool synchronized swimming. This is what she wrote. Quote, swam laps yesterday and got punished for it. This is why I'm iffy about exercising now. My judgment is off. End quote. A lot of people in the chat are saying, how does her lipstick stay on as she goes underwater? I don't have an answer other than maybe when you're that hot and that rich, you could afford waterproof lipstick. That's just my guess. That's just my guess. All right. Our last hot second of the day is about Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie. Scott Disick is Kourtney Kardashian's baby daddy. Sophia Ritchie, you know, Lionel Ritchie's daughter, Nicole Ritchie's younger sister. They've been a couple for a long time now. TMZ is saying that they might be on the outs because she was paparazzi papped. She was papped. She was papped. I don't like the word papped. It's like pap. It's too close to pap smear. It's too pap smearian. Anyway, they were papped. She was papped, I should say, outside of uh, this guy's house in in Malibu, TMZ wrote about it. They didn't say who the guy was. They just kept calling him a guy, which I kind of love. I love when like the the celebrity news cycle doesn't know someone's name and they just call them a guy. Love it. Love it. TMZ wrote, and I quote, Sophia's been staying at a Malibu mansion over the last three days at the beach house owned by a guy. A guy some people a guy some people seem to think Sophia's now dating. End quote. They also wrote that Scott Disick had checked into rehab only for one day earlier this month. Like he checked in and then checked out because apparently like someone leaked it to the press or something. Rumors have been going around for a hot second saying that this rehab stint was for cocaine and alcohol. TBD on if that's true or not. But Okay, so I have pretty good, like, Kardashian radar. I call it Cardar. I have pretty good Cardar. And my Cardar is saying that Sophia and Scott are broken up. I've thought it for a while now. I just, I feel it in my soul that they're not together. Just a gut feeling, you know. I've got pretty strong Cardar, and my Cardar doesn't lie, okay? Keep up with my Cardar. Keeping up with the Cardarians. All right. Now it's time for the segment of the show that we do every single episode. Are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh still together? Yep, they are. Our first main topic of the day is about Lena Dunham. She might have lied about doing poppers on national television. Here's a clip of her on Watch What Happens Live telling Andy Cohen a story about doing poppers and I'll let you decide if you think it's true or not, but let's watch the clip. You were aware that when you re released your song, Hallucinate, that gay people thought the song was an anthem to poppers. Did you know Ooh. that? 
I didn't know that. No. <laughs> But, um, I mean, whatever floats your boat, really. Yeah. Like, okay. I good. think you'll appreciate this, Andy. The one time I did poppers, because, you know, I love to surround myself with beautiful homosexuals. The one time I tried poppers in my early 20s, it led to me eating a whole cheesecake. I don't think that's what's supposed to happen. I, I've never gotten hungry from poppers. I just have to say. Well, there, was more... no one around do the, there was no one around who was interested in doing the other thing with right. me. Cheesecake okay. became. Okay. okay, so it's a big, buzzy topic in the gay community. So I thought I would bring in our hot and rich homosexual correspondent, Johnny Lazebnik, to weigh in on whether or not Lena's done poppers or not. Johnny, thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, Kate, a true pleasure. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's truly, no, it's an honor to have you. So, <sighs> Johnny, did Lena do poppers or not? Okay. You're obviously like, I'm assuming a poppers expert. Yeah. Um, I think in many ways, all gay people are poppers experts. I think it's something that we um, grow up around. It's part of the community. It's part of the language. Um, something that we all sort of know um, instinctually. Yeah. Um, as to if Lena did poppers, I think no. Um, okay. I have a very distinct poppers memory, um, one in particular. And I feel like Lena's is this really dissonant with that? My gut is no. Um, okay, so what what was your pot? What was like? What was it like when you? What what is it like when you do pop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should just explain this from the ground up. Um, so I'm just gonna set the scene a little bit. The year is 2018, and I'm at Coachella. Uh, okay. I'm outside the Sahara tent, and someone in there is like, "Hey, want some poppers?" I'm like, "Okay, I'll take a hit." I close my eyes. Bam! I wake up in Bony Bear's arms. It is now Saturday. It was Friday before. <laughs> There is blood all over my face and ass. I can't okay. feel my teeth. I'm like, what happened? Bone, which is what his friends call him, is like, you ate my band. And then you were legally dead for three hours. I'm Johnny. like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, continue if you want, but it's just like, no, I'm, I, mean, I don't want to be rude. Yeah. I don't want to be like disrespectful because I asked you to come on my show, but right. I just like, I feel like I've, I've tried poppers right. like a couple think, times. It's not what they're like. I think you just need to like let me finish the story because I think like things will be elucidated. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk over you. Thank you. I, I really do appreciate that. Sorry. Um, no. I'm okay. So I understood. I'm like, what the hell? Um, they summon the the Coachella nurse to come check on me, but my mind is on fire. I feel like I can do fucking anything. So I run and I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. I pass Mitski. She's like, nobody, nobody. And I'm like, okay. And I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I pass Gucci Mane. He's also like, nobody, nobody. I'm like, that's weird. But I don't have time to process because I'm running and I'm running and I'm running. I pass Beachella. It is fully happening. Solange is up there and she is twerking <laughs> with her sister, Kate. It's a sister twerk, but I don't care because I'm running. You I didn't fall. even watch Beachella? Because you were Kate, so I was so zonked on out poppers. on poppers. I can't even tell you. So okay. then I fall. I black out. I wake up in an orgy with Hans Zimmer's entire orchestra. I have both a real flute and a skin flute in my mouth. I'm like, what the hell? A skin flute, okay. That's a penis, Kate. That's a penis. I black out again. And when I wake up, Coachella is over. They're rolling in the equipment for Stagecoach, which is the country music festival, Kate. That's like a month after. Right. Um, and I guess I just want people to know that, like, that's what an average popper's experience is like. Okay. I 
I mean, I love the way you said that story. I think you could definitely get a book deal from that. I just don't think it was poppers. Like, are you sure it was poppers? <laughs> like, I mean, I think poppers only get you high for like a hot, like tiny bit of time. Okay. A couple so, minutes, right? Tops. Look, what I feel like is happening, just like with Lena Dunham, is that you, as a straight white woman, is trying to exp to heterosplain to me um, what poppers are like. Okay. And that's, first of all, culturally insensitive. Second of okay. all, I think legally anti-Semitic. Right. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay. So I just want to, like, make sure that, like, we're discussing this in the right context. Um, okay. I love the Jewish people. I love. But do you, Kate? Okay. Okay. You know what? I just, are you sure it wasn't, like, bath salts? Have you done bath salts? It sounds like bath salts. Oh, yeah. I did bath salts. It was, like, really chill. Oh, okay. Well, then it was probably bath salts, not poppers. I don't think so, Kate. Okay. I don't think so. I don't want to, like, ask you to leave because, like, I did, like, I was offensive to the entire gay community just now and the well, Jewish community. I mean, people are saying I would never say that personally, I mean, like, but that's sort of what I've been hearing about you. And I feel you, like though. I should apologize. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to, like, tell you to, but, like... <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for being on the show. I'm going to be issuing a notes app apology later, so okay. stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, and I also just had a few more things to say about, like, what you were saying about Kylie Jenner's house. I feel like you, like, had some... No, um, I only have you in... on for gay topics, so... Great, he's gone. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> Everybody give it up for Johnny Lezevnik. We love Johnny Lezevnik. He <laughs> he was great. He was great. Sorry that um sorry that he did bath salts and not poppers. Anyway, <laughs> if you wanted to follow our last guest on social media, you can follow Johnny at J Lezevnik on Twitter. He's incredibly funny. Follow the man. He's very funny. Let's move on to our main topic. This is about Ellen DeGeneres. That's right. We're going to talk about Ellen for a second. Um, if you've been following this Ellen story, it's uh, basically about how rumors have been swirling for years that she's mean. She's not a nice boss. She's unkind to her workers. Um, and, you know... It's kind of an open secret in Hollywood. A lot of people talk about this. I used to kind of work on a talk show way back in like 2012 and people were talking about this. It's just something that people know about. There's been more and more chatter on this subject on Twitter and just in the media in general lately. And now it's kind of culminated into the mainstream and there was an Us Weekly cover about Ellen that came out last week. Here's a picture of the cover. It says in giant letters, is Ellen a monster? And then it says cruel, greedy, control freak. Um, so, you know, listen, apparently she's unhappy that these rumors about her being a bad boss are still going. Here's a quote from the article where anonymous sources confirmed to Us Weekly that Ellen is sick of the rumors that she's mean. Us Weekly wrote, and I quote, 
Ellen is at the end of her rope, a source it reveals exclusively in the new issue of Us Weekly. She thought this was all just sour grapes from a few haters, but it's not a passing thing. The hits just keep on coming. Yeah, I mean, the hits do keep on coming. And usually, like, you know, when you hear this many rumors about something, it might be true. Let me recap what people are saying about Ellen, if you did miss this. It's kind of started with um, Nikki Tutorials was like, oh, she was kind of cold to me when I went to, to be on the Ellen show. And then she got bad press for leaving her entire staff in the dark during quarantine. She was like not telling anybody if they were going to get paid or not. And then she went around the union and like hired a non-union crew to film her for her show in her $27 million Montecito Balinese-inspired estate, okay, which she also said feels like being in jail. This is like being in jail. This is like being in jail. It's a big house. It's a really big house. Ooh, boy. I mean, if I was quarantined there, I guess I would feel like I was in jail. A gorgeous, giant, infinity pool-filled jail full of Balinese-inspired architecture. Anyway, more recently, her ex-security guard, this guy, Tom Major Cack, who was like her bodyguard when she was doing the Oscars in 2014. He accused her of being cold and demeaning and said she wouldn't give eye contact to him. And he said that Ellen was like the only celebrity that ever treated him that way. Everyone else has been very warm and kind. So yeah, Ellen's not happy that people are calling her out for being, you know, what kind of sounds like just rude, just rude, unkind, not very appreciative of her workers. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. And I want to talk about Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star has a new eyeshadow palette out. It's called Cremated, and it features an array of colors, eyeshadow colors, that look like a dead body. If you don't know who Jeffree Star is, he's a makeup influencer, YouTuber. He's been around forever, like since the MySpace days. He's been canceled like one million times for being extremely and openly racist and like keeps apologizing. But then the cancellation like never quite like takes like he's still like insanely successful and popular. Anyway, this time people are mad at Jeffree Star, not for being racist, but for doing an eyeshadow palette called Cremated while we're in the middle of a pandemic with an ever rising, very real body count. Um, let's look at this eyeshadow palette. The colors are... They look like a decaying skin. I'll read you some of the names of these eyeshadow colors. Um, one's called R.I.P. One's called Eulogy. One's called Obituary. One's called The Morgue. Hearse. Inheritance. I love the one that's just called Inheritance. <laughs> like <laughs> Embalmed. Death Certificate. Grave Digger. I mean, you get the idea. Now, listen, I don't really wear these colors when I do my makeup. I like, a, you know, like a pink or yellow or gold or something. I don't really like, you know, decaying body colors. So to give this eyeshadow palette a proper review, I've invited a dead body on the show. Everybody give a warm, hot and rich welcome to a dead body. Hi, thank you so much for being here. I know you're dead, so it's probably hard for you to get out of the grave and, and be oh, here right now. Oh, believe me, it was a little. It, was, it took a little bit of effort, but I'd call. I'd crawl out of six feet of ground for you, Kate. And oh, the, thank and you, the fam. Hi. Hi. So, you're a dead body. Have you tried Jeffrey Star's cremated palette? 
Yes, and I have to say, I, I am horribly offended by this whole situation. As a dead body, and I think I'm speaking for all dead bodies when I say this, like, this palette breaks my rotted heart. Yeah, I mean, what, what's your biggest problem with the palette? Ugh, it's, like, so reductive to corpses. Uh, you know, you have colors like R.I.P. and it's called cremated, but there are so many more lovely ways to dye that would make great skin palette, would, that would make great eyeshadow colors. And I'm just offended that, like, it's this very small, reductive group of eyeshadow colors. Like, you know, I, as a drowning victim, I drowned in the late oh, 70s. Oh, you drowned? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm a dry. I got the, the, uh, you know, the, actually the, gr uh, the ground I was crawling out of was actually under, been under like 20 feet of water. So I, I, I went a lot of, I went out of my way to be here for you, Kate. But, that is so nice yes. of you. Oh, anything for you. So what's like, do you want to drop your skincare routine? Like, oh, sure. Like as a dead Bob, what's like a traditional dead body, like skincare routine? Like, yeah. well, Okay, so, you know, um, wake up every morning. Even if you can't see the sun, you got to keep schedule. So okay. wake up every morning buried under your six feet of ground. Um, you're going to probably wake up with some, like, worms, some maggots on your skin. You just want to, like, gently ex exfoliate to get rid of those. Um, once all those skin, once all the worms and maggots and, you know, sometimes even a little, like, mole, not a skin mole, but, like, an actual mole, knowing that your face are gone, that's when you want to, that's when you want to moisturize. So, like, I'm lucky at being buried at sea. I get a lot of moisture. I just get a lot of, like, natural moisture. But there's lots of ways. If you're a dead corpse, there's lots you of ways. You are looking, like, kind of dry. I don't want to be offensive. Oh, well, your I mean, skin is literally peeling off in, in decay. Oh, well, that's, I, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time going for that, Kate. I spent a lot of time going oh, for that. Oh, it's intentional. Okay. They said, yeah, this okay. is considered very chic in the dead community. Oh, um, okay, good, good. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, any other, like, um, like, if you had to pitch some more Jeffree Star, like, death-themed um, eyeshadow palette names, like, what would ooh, you pitch? Ooh, he's got, he's already got, like, eulogy, obituary, grave digger, do you have any recommendations for Let's like maybe see. if he does the oh, sequel? Yeah, I've actually been thinking a lot about this. I'm actually gonna I'm having brunch with Jeffrey uh, next Sunday, and we're gonna talk and we're gonna talk this over. But I could try pitching them right now. Um, I'll see what see what the hot and rich community thinks. Um, well, I, I'm uh, big into a color called I'm gonna pitch a color called um, Poop Myself Brown because you know once you when you die you evacuate your bowels, and I think like that would look great as an eyeshadow color. Poop myself brown. Poop myself. I uh, poop myself brown. Yes. Okay. Um, um, uh, some like I think we can like you know move into like the greener colors like do some gangrene, do some rot. Uh, like, okay. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a color called like rot. It's like a nice like sparkly green. Honestly, I love that. Love that. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Yes, and like you know. Um, uh, bl like bl like some bloodier colors, um, you know, because like corpses bleed, uh, corpses bleed a lot, um, especially like oh oh maybe some embalming fluid, like an embalming fluid yellow, I think would look gorge. He does have one that's just called embalmed, but I think that he should get specific and do one that's called like embalming fluid yellow. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Different because I think that it needs more color. You know, and it could exactly use some, it could use some like yellow. being being dead isn't all like you know dark and drab. There's it's fun. We have we have fun six feet under six it feet sounds under. like you have fun i mean i don't know how yeah. you got access to you know youtube influencers down there but uh, i'm glad you could chime in on it 
Uh, we have we have influencers down there all the time. They want to, you know, taking pics with the reef and whatnot. And then, you know, they just pop by for a, a quick convo. Great. Well, I love it. Hey, it's- everybody, give it up for a dead body. That was a that was our special surprise guest, a dead body. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Hot and Rich. Stay dead, baby. I'll do my best. Thank you. That's our show today. Thank you so much for watching today's episode of Hot and Rich. We go live on Twitch every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at twitch.tv slash hot and rich. I've been your host, Kate Raft. Thank you to to my producer and husband, Jack Allison. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you to everyone who listens as podcast or watches as YouTube show. Um, if you want links to all the places you can find the show, go to hotandrichshow.com. And please, 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 for the love of God, give us those Apple podcast reviews. Give us five stars. Leave a little positive comment. It really helps the show. And we're a new baby show. And we need the help now more than ever. <laughs> we'll be back Wednesday for an amazing show. Please tune in Wednesday live at 4 p.m. Pacific time on Twitch. We're going to have Molly Lambert on the show. She is going to be amazing. You know her from Night Call. Um, thank you to my guests, Johnny Lezevnik and Joan Haley Ford. You can follow them at Jay Lezevnik and at Joan Haley Ford. Until next time, stay hot and stay rich. I'm so fucking rich and hot. I'm so. Fucking